Hey everybody, this is Alex. Hey, it's Natasha. And we are here to talk just for a second about Extra Crunch TechCrunch's subscription product. Extra Crunch is where a lot of our best analysis and follow-up stories lives. We focus a lot on startups, building, and even poke fun here and there. It's true. I also write a daily column called The Exchange that's over on Extra Crunch. And the good news is, if you don't have EC access yet, we have a deal for you. Yes, you can use, I think, the best code there is. So don't tell anyone who doesn't listen to Equity because they're not invited. The code is EQUITY, all caps, for 50% off your Extra Crunch subscription. So head over to techcrunch.com slash subscribe. Use that code. Make us look good internally. We say thanks across the internet. And now let's do a show. Good morning and welcome to Equities Monday episode, our weekly primer where we catch up on the news and, as always, explore the numbers behind those headlines. My name is Alex Wilhelm. Today is April the 26th, 2021, and it is a cold springs day here on the east coast of the United States. To kick off this morning, global stocks are mixed so far today. Cryptocurrencies are generally up in the last 24 hours, and we have a zillion major companies reporting Q1 earnings this week. So let's get right into what happened over the weekend so we can start to look forward instead of back. Now, the biggest technology story over the weekend was the news that the Indian government forced a number of American technology companies to take down around 100 posts on their services that, as Aroma Manish Singh reported, were, quote, critical of New Delhi's handling of the coronavirus. To be clear, India's current COVID-19 surge is devastating, and its domestic government is at least partially to blame. So the move was shocking, but not really a surprise, as a government, India's leadership has behaved in an increasingly autocratic fashion towards tech companies in the last couple of months, forcing Twitter, for example, to block hundreds of accounts critical of its governance in February. Singh went on to write for TechCrunch over the weekend that, quote, amid an unprecedented collapse of India's health infrastructure, Twitter has become a rare beam of hope in what it describes as one of its, quote, priority markets as people crowdsource data to help one another find medicines and availability of beds and oxygen supplies. India also blocked Chinese mobile apps in 2020, a decision that it upheld back in 2021. In short, one of the world's largest economies is dealing with what could become the world's worst COVID-19 surge that the world sees and its government is busy trying to quash fair criticism and democratic dissent. It's a tragedy. And I bring all this up because, as you'll see later on in the show, the Indian startup market is on fire. So it's worth keeping an eye on what's going on more broadly in the nation. Turning the page back to venture-backed startups, over the weekend, BI broke the news that Substack, freshly flush with its recent funding round worth $65 million, is aggressively going after writers you can name from publications that you read. Six-figure checks to leave one's current job and kick off a newsletter are the new joining Fusion or pivoting to video, it appears. A good question will be whether Substack can build the infra or infrastructure it needs to help attract writers who have always existed in an environment where they enjoyed editorial support from editing to art. And if Substack is even interested in building out the services side of its publishing and platform business sufficiently to attract those people. Another good question about Substack is when can we start to pay for a bunch of Substacks at once so that we don't have to keep them all straight? The company has already built an RSS reader product, so some sort of bundle must be coming eventually, right? How about now? This morning, there were a blizzard of funding rounds that we need to get to in short order, lest we fall behind, but a few other things to keep in mind just before we do. First up, the new version of iOS that is generally viewed as privacy forward and has some tech companies like Facebook, and we presume smaller firms as well, incensed could come out today. Tesla earnings come this afternoon. 
Tomorrow, we'll hear from Google and Microsoft, giving us an early look at how mega cap tech is doing. Pinterest also reports tomorrow, giving us a window into the social media world. And later on this week, we'll see Facebook and Apple and Spotify and Shopify and Amazon and Twitter reporting their data. Of course, as always, we will grab the startup interesting elements of those bits and bobs, and we'll talk about them as they come. But now, funding rounds. There are a lot to get through this morning. So in no particular order, how about a couple of funding rounds? Okay. All right. So first up, Mighty Networks announced this morning that it has closed a $50 million Series B. What does Mighty Networks do? Well, according to its founder and CEO, Gina Bianchi, her company has built, quote, a platform for people to create communities the way they would create e-commerce stores. So think of this as a way to spin up your own, I don't know, social network. She added that, quote, what Shopify has done for e-commerce, her startup is doing for digital subscriptions and digital payments, where the value is around a community that is mastering something interesting or important together and not just content alone. Chew on that for a minute. It's actually a very interesting idea. Let's see how well it does with the new capital. But the SaaS startup did say that it grew its ARR, annual recurring revenue, by two and a half X last year. Not bad. Also this morning, LEAD School, that's L-E-A-D, all caps, school, raised $30 million in India to, quote, digitize and transform affordable private schools to better serve students from middle and low income groups of families, according to our own reporting. On a very similar theme this morning, Kadato, K-A-D-A-T-O, what TechCrunch described in a piece this morning as, quote, an online school for K-12 students in Africa raised a $1.4 million seed round. Startup took part in the most recent YC batch. And over the weekend, StashAway, all one word, an Indian consumer investment app raised $25 million in a Series D led by Sequoia Capital India. It passed the $1 billion AUM or Assets Under Management Mark in January of this year, but past that, we don't have a lot of data. What else? Well, one more company, I think. San Jose and Shanghai-based Mm, Kyligence, K-Y-L-I-Gence, raised $70 million in a Series D of its own to keep working on the Apache Kylin project. So if you're a developer head, that one probably matters to you. And with the U.S. market just waking up as I record this, expect another grip of funding rounds to touch down in very short order. Now, to wrap up today, it is very clear that the start of 2021 has been a venture capital bonanza the world around. Now, we have a little bit more reporting on the matter, but from a money perspective, it was pretty crazy. A good question that I have kind of stuck in my head lately is, you know, how good was the first quarter in terms of performance? Did tech companies large and small have a good quarter or just was it that good from a financial only perspective? We're going to get a lot of information from the biggest tech companies this week and social media companies and e-commerce companies and so forth and so forth. That should provide a reasonable proxy for how different startup categories may have performed. But on a company by company basis, we're just not going to know. So if you are a startup and you do want to share and you want to show us how you did, you can always send us over a note to equitypod at techcrunch.com. Or if you're feeling, feeling, I don't know, a little private, alex.wilhelm at techcrunch.com if you want. And uh, we'd love to hear about how things are going, what things look like from your part of the world, your market, your space, so we can learn not just from companies that are already public, but also from those who want to pull off that feed someday. All right, we are just at our word count this morning. So as a brief reminder, you can follow Equity on Twitter at EquityPod. I post under the handle at Alex. And this podcast is back on Wednesday with a special episode that I do not think you're going to want to miss. Keep your head up. It's going to be a great week and one that will teach us quite a lot about the state of technology and money, our favorite things.